Hello, and welcome to another podcast. I recently created a video where I wanted to have a bit of a discussion on dry versus semi-dry suits, uh, and I did a little bit of a test. Uh, I took, I don't have a semi-dry suit, so but I have a dry top and semi-dry top, and I thought it wouldn't be exactly apples to oranges in terms of uh, not being submerged, but I thought it'd be a lot of fun to at least have an experiment of jumping in the shower and seeing if any water would get in with that neoprene gasket. And uh, the video ended up having, I, I got a lot of notes, uh, emails, and just comments on it. Uh, a lot of people that do use uh, neoprene gaskets, and it's very uh, efficient for them. They haven't had problems. Uh, it makes a good seal. Uh, and having all those stories just reaffirms that for a lot of people, um, especially if you're not in a place where conditions are really, really rough, uh, a semi-dry suit can be an option. Uh, but I do, I do think that the video itself can hold up without the visuals. Um, so I'm going to add it here. And then if you'd like to see the video, I'll add the link below. But I hope the discussion is helpful. And if there's any comments, any questions, anything you want to follow up, any stories of your own, uh, please do send me an email at contact.kayakipster.com. All right, enjoy. It's a follow-up to a video I did where I talked about uh, differences that you may find in dry and semi-dry suits. Um, and then there were a lot of really great questions uh, to that one. And I wanted to do a bit of a follow-up just to add some more context to it. And I also did a really dumb test in the shower that I thought was worth sharing. Put wheel wing and keel had a fantastic question. I'm just going to read it. I'd love to see some sort of testing to compare the two. Most videos I've seen about the differences between dry and semi-dry are just people holding them up and talking about them. Uh, he has a semi-dry because uh, it's all that they can afford and have never had any leakage in the neck. However, sometimes in the comments of these videos, there's people uh, with the contention that wearing a semi is basically suicide in any conditions. It's hard to know whether to take that seriously or just brush it off. Uh, they've never had any interest in around the neoprene neck gasket and uh, they know how to layer for immersion accordingly. They've had water rescue, stream weather survival training. They know they know full dry suit is better, but is there merit to people that are saying that semi is basically useless? I really like that question because it seems to come from someone that has training in severe weather uh, survival and cold water and dealing with cold water, etc. Uh, and I wanted to talk a little bit about nuances that I've discovered and I've seen in friends, but also to mention that I do think all of it has to be taken into consideration, especially with the place and the conditions that you paddle in. Um, I've had a lot of discussions recently with uh, friends that live on the west coast of the U.S. in the Pacific, uh, especially in places where the water can be cold a lot of the time and weather can change very drastically. And when those waves come through, they are no joke. So I do think that there is more to the conversation than just semi is useless, but we do have to take into consideration the location where you're going to be using it. So first I'll say this, I do think a big part of how well uh, a semi will fit you and that neoprene gasket will fit you has to do with your body because for example my wife uh, has a semi dry suit as I mentioned in the other video and she has a very slender neck so 
the gasket is very comfortable on her, but it also does not have a good seal on her. Now, as I mentioned in the other video, she doesn't paddle in bad conditions. She doesn't paddle in waves. She likes going whenever it's nice, calm, and uh, and she doesn't do it alone. She does it with people. So there's always people to do a rescue. Uh, and we're situations where even if a little bit of water got in, it wouldn't be as dangerous as, let's say, someone that is trying to paddle by themselves, let's say Pacific Northwest, cold water, with the possibility of really big waves coming through. If you are stuck by yourself in a semi-dry suit, unless you have a fantastic, fantastic seal, those waves will pound and with the cold water coming in, that could turn nasty very quickly. But I also will say this, I have friends that are allergic to uh, latex, and so they depend on neoprene gaskets. And I do know that there are other dry suits specific where they change out the gaskets and they put other materials uh, to address people with those concerns and they make sure that those that those other gaskets that are not latex will be watertight so that someone can go i'll give you an example reed will tailor make uh gear and they'll use their specific materials and they'll make it specifically to fit you and have a good comfortable yet watertight seal. Latex is able to accommodate being a good seal on lots of different people while the neoprene gaskets usually aren't as exact. So that took me to doing this really silly test. And the thing is, I don't have a semi-dry suit to do both tests. Um, my wife has a semi-dry, but she is 5'3", and I'm 6 feet, so I would not be able to fit in hers. But what I do have is I have a dry top and a semi-dry top. My dry top here has latex all around, uh, neck and wrists. Semi-dry has neoprene neck gasket and latex wrists. So I'd say if you can, the takeaway from this video is a silly test just to see how the two uh, neck gaskets stand up to each other, as well as some of the background stories that I have to share. I think these stories can help those that are looking for the easier, safer conditions and, and are not directed or intended for those that are paddling in really rough conditions because sadly, I just can't replicate those conditions. But what I do have nearby is smaller conditions, smaller waves, fun little surf, I'd say probably between three to four feet, maybe with five footers once in a while. And that's what I have paddled both of these tops uh, along the eastern coast. Now, when weather was a little bit nicer on the northeast of the U.S. and we could get away with just a dry top and anything underneath, let's say uh, neoprene to stay warm or even on warm days when you still wanted to have some kind of dry top on top because the water was still a little bit chilly, um, the dry top I used for years and along with a good skirt, as long as I didn't jump out of the boat, it kept me dry upside down. It kept me dry getting hit by waves. It was pretty much like having a dry suit, knowing there's gonna be little uh, little slippage of water in through the skirt or the tunnel or the cockpit combing of the kayak, That the usual thing. But being upside down for an entire surf session, gasket uh, at the wrist and the neck was fantastic. Then I eventually got this top that has the, that has the wrist 
with latex uh, and the um, and the neoprene neck gasket, and I thought it'd be used more for, let's say, touring, etc. But then I started playing in the water and the waves with it, and this gasket was keeping me dry when I was upside down, when I was getting pummeled by waves. Uh, a little bit of water would get in here and there, but that's kind of but that's how I usually envision using a dry top anyway in a sea kayak. There's always going to be a little bit of water it gets in. But it was keeping the water out so well that I was using pretty much all the time the semi-dry top. And now that I live in a warmer place with warmer water, uh, I end up going to that all the time. Uh, because since I like, since I paddle a lot with a Greenland paddle, my wrists are almost always getting wet. Water starts dripping down and that's really annoying to feel, especially when you're wearing a dry top. So having the latex uh, wrists were always really welcome, but I was surprised at how well that neoprene neck gasket was keeping up where I wasn't missing the fully dry top with the latex at all. Uh, it was more comfortable and it was keeping out enough water that I was just fine using it. So I really kept thinking about what this comment said about, I, I wish I had one of each so that I could go jump in the water, uh, do some rolls and see how much water would get in. I don't have access to that. So if I just put both of these on and jumped in the water and did some stuff in the boat, I know that a lot of water would still be coming in from the skirt or through the tunnel and it wouldn't be exactly the same. And I know this is a dumb test, but another option would be to just put both on and get in the shower and then just have water pouring down my head and into my neck and see if any would uh, spill down through the gasket. I know that's not the same as being dumped underwater or having waves bashing on you, but I figured at least the water dripping down from my head, some of it would try to make its way into the gasket. So for the first one, I did the fully dry top. Um, this one I expected, obviously, to just stay dry because I've been I've been upside down with it so much and always kept dry that uh, I figured it would be the same thing in the shower. And as I took as I took it off, you can tell that the only places where my undershirt was wet was where it was where the water could get to at the very bottom. So putting on my semi-dry top, I thought I really thought that some water was going to dribble in at least in some of the joints or uh, and I have an average neck. I I am six feet tall, uh, usually around 165 to 170 pounds. So, and don't get me wrong, I love this top and I've had a little bit of water dribble in here and there whenever, whenever playing in waves. And as I said before, not big waves, smaller waves, but being upside down and getting the little bit of water you would expect from wearing a dry top where you know that a little bit of water is gonna get in somewhere. It's not like with a dry suit where you're always gonna be dry. But I was really surprised as I took off the semi-dry top that also no water, absolutely no water got in. And while this isn't the same as being dumped in waves and this isn't the same as being upside down or I wish I could have just gotten into a tub and completely submerged myself. It's just, it, it was really interesting to see and I was, I was surprised. I thought at least a little bit of water would dribble in because for me, uh, I also think that if you have a bigger build than I and the fit is tighter than it is for me, uh, 
while maybe it might be a little more uncomfortable for you, you will have a better seal with that gasket than I do. So just something to take into consideration. Uh, I'd say if possible, test out your dry suit or semi-dry suit in a setting that makes sense to you. Uh, the first time that uh, my wife and I took a cold water class, we had the chance to go and jump in. Uh, we put all the gear on and along with the group, we had the chance to jump in to be swimming amongst ice. And we were in a situation where we had lots of people around. We were all being watched. The idea was for us to feel what it was like uh, to be in cold and real cold water uh, in a real cold water situation so that we'd understand how long we might have in terms of how long it takes to get cold, uh, what it feels like for the water to try to get in in different places, uh, having your extremities get cold, but thankfully what you had on your body was keeping you warm. And a lot of my friends, what they would do is whenever they would get a new dry suit, they would set up a time, a session, uh, go out to the water and not even get in the kayak, just walk into the water uh, and take a bit of a swim, uh, go from completely submerged in, uh, and test things out so that you could really get a sense of what your dry suit can do. I've done that several times where in cold conditions, uh, with either at classes or with lessons or working with others, uh, let's say we're working on uh, assisting rescues or things like that, or just rolling along with people that can help you either get back in your boat or jumping out and testing things out, um, swimming in your gear, uh, hanging out in the water for a while. I remember uh, for one of the sessions, I was up uh, with a group up in Canada and we were having a bit of a surf session and I just took my camera and started taking pictures of uh, people trying to surf in. And it was very flat, which was great for little waves uh, taking people in to the shore. So I walked quite a way in. Uh, I was pretty much just swimming, floating in cold, cold water in my dry suit with a camera. And I think I must have hung out for maybe 45 minutes uh, having people uh, surf by me. And on one hand, I was doing that because I wanted to catch some cool photos of my friends surfing. But on the other, it was a really good long test of my dry suit and my underlayers and seeing if I could stay warm hanging out in the water. Because while I was just playing around, I was stationary. I mean, I had to stay in place as the waves kept knocking me around. But the water was cold. Uh, it was a cold day. And... I know for sure I was dressed appropriately. Now for that one, I was wearing my dry suit. As I said before, I only own a dry suit. But if you have a semi-dry and you really want to test it thoroughly, maybe set up a session where you go with friends and you go to, if, depending on where you live, you go to a situation where you can uh, test it and really test it thoroughly, whether it's in waves, whether, but test it in a, in a situation where you're really close to put a put in, you're really close uh, to getting out and taking everything off and getting dry. And there's no way that if water does got into your dry suit, uh, you'd be in any danger. Please do not go test this out in the middle of nowhere by yourself. Do it, be smart about it and test it in a situation where you can easily 
get yourself out of that and warm right up. But what I will try to do is I'm going to see if any of my buddies have uh, semi-dries that can do some tests for us and then we can share that video and see how the neoprene neck gaskets hold up uh, whenever they're either surfing or maybe or when they're rolling or playing in the water. And then one last thing and this one I don't recommend but I know some people have done it. Uh, I know some people have taken their dry suits to pool sessions. The reason I wouldn't outright recommend it is the chlorine is going to hurt the dry suit or the semi-dry suit. Uh, I've had I've had gear that I've used uh, while teaching or playing in pools, and over the course of several months or even just weeks in some cases, you can tell it'll really break down the gear. Uh, the skirt that I used to use for pool sessions in general, that thing is not watertight at all anymore. More than anything, it was on there. I just I chose that one and to just be my pool session skirt because I knew that I was just getting it destroyed in the chlorine. So, but maybe if you just used it one time for just a tiny, tiny bit and then you immediately went into the showers and rinsed it off and rinsed it off at home, maybe that's another way that you can test it safely without uh, with other people around and in a setting that you won't be in any danger. So the question was, is a semi-dry suit really that dangerous? And I think that there is a range of possibilities for that answer because it does come with how well does it seal? How well does it work for you? Have you tested it thoroughly? And what are the conditions and places you're gonna be paddling in? Because I know many people in certain areas uh, that would say, I will not go out unless I have this, 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 and that because conditions can get crazy rough for them. But uh, on the other hand, there are many places where conditions will not get to that. Or if you happen to be in a place that is warmer uh, and the the stakes are not as high, and I do think that with a really good fitting neoprene uh, neck gasket, do try to test it out in a safe location, in a safe way with friends that can maybe help as well uh, so that then you might understand a little bit more of what the limit of what your dry suit is. I think the hard part of these is it's hard to recreate some of those situations unless you live in those specific areas. So I would love to hear from other paddlers that do use neoprene uh, neck gaskets or maybe neoprene gaskets all around. Uh, and what you feel your limits are when you're paddling, what conditions have you been to, and the gaskets have held up. But I will end by saying that I was very surprised at the test that no water got in uh, on the neck gasket. But also, I, I have a reed tulik that I use specifically for rolling and doing traditional paddling, and that thing is all neoprene, and it's fantastic, especially uh, because it has a hood and when the hood is up, not only is the neck tied around the neck, but the hood offers a second layer of protection in that it seals really well around the face, the chin, the forehead. So I am not surprised that some, um, that some of those will help. So I hope that was helpful. If there's any comments, any questions, any stories, anything you want to add, uh, or extend any information, please do reach out at uh, contact at kayakhipster.com. Thank you so much for listening in and see you next time.